Hello, my friends. You're listening to Embrace the Madness, and this is your host, Madeline. If you've never tuned into the podcast before, then we just talk about life things and make them a little less weird and challenging. So we all have the strength inside of us to turn things into gold, and I am just about doing that in my own life. So I just want to share that with everybody who listens. So If you caught the last episode, then you know we talked about tending the garden of your mind, which is kind of just this metaphor where we have a garden in our minds. (laughs) And just like in real life gardens, you plant seeds and you have to pay attention and make sure you're aware of what's in your garden because it might get overgrown with weeds And then your beautiful roses won't be able to bloom because there's just no room. So I think that this is a really cool metaphor for being able to kind of look and see what's going on in our own heads and look and see where we might have some unhealthy things planted that are causing some stress and tension in our lives and where we can also see some beautiful things that have been planted that are creating a lot of peace and harmony and really just being able to get aware of what's going on in our minds and taking control and becoming the gardener. So it's not just this big plot of overgrown weeds. And if you have never heard, I have a Patreon. And in that Patreon, we do a kind of focus each month. And I do uh, bonus episodes on the Patreon. So the entire month of April, we've been talking more specifically about how to tend your garden and breaking down these steps of pulling the weeds and planting the seeds into a more understandable and applicable approach. So if you're interested in diving deeper and going into your own gardening journey, then check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash embrace the madness and you'll get to see all the episodes, they're available to all subscribers. So the tiers start at $5 and then they go 5 15 and 30 And each uh, tier has different cool stuff that is included. So yeah, if you want to join, you can start out for $5. And everybody who subscribes gets not only bonus podcasts, but also a cute postcard each month. So like I said, check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash embrace the madness. So let's see. This week I wanted to talk about what the F's been going on and where I've kind of been at mentally and physically, emotionally, spiritually, my whole kind of where I've just been. Because I talked about it in January, but I was just really feeling super burnout super unmotivated, super just in a weird funky spot and it's kind of been like I'm back there again. And I guess what I mean when I say burnout is just like I haven't been motivated. I've been stressed out about money. I've been stressed out about whatever, anything I can figure out to be stressed out about. And because I've been so stressed out, I haven't been inspired to do my podcast or clean my room or really do anything. And 
when you're like that, it's just kind of hard to get clarity and come from a place of wanting to create and wanting to help others and inspire. So it's just like been in a weird, weird spot there. And then also when you're in that weird spot, you're like weird that you're weird. And it's just like this whole loop. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, yeah, I've just been deep in that. And so because I have this idea of wanting to have this cool podcast where I share my life experience and share how things are going and offer tips and inspiration for y'all and I haven't been motivated it's just kind of like really disheartening and really it's just weird and uncomfortable really uncomfortable is probably the best word to put it but I've been practicing sitting in it and trying to hold space for it and not judging where I'm at because I think the problem lies in when I start to judge how I feel and judge the fact that I'm not being productive and I'm not creating and I'm not doing x y and z and that's when I just kind of like get even more trapped in this whole discomfort so I've just been trying to kind of just like step back and look at things from a bigger picture. And I think I mentioned taking this kind of a self-development course through Manifestation Babe, and it's been absolutely awesome. But a lot of the work we've been doing and stuff has just been about kind of (laughs) getting a big fat mirror And looking like deep into the depths of our soul and figuring out where is all this suffering come from? Where is this scarcity coming from? Where is this lack mindset coming from? Why do I feel like I can't have anything I want? Why do I feel like I don't deserve these things? All like we're literally just like unzipping our skin (laughs) And like looking at everything on a very deep, very vulnerable, very raw level. And so just like what happens when we like scrape up our knee, we have like an open wound. And so we have to take really good care of it. And we can't just like not do anything to it or just like keep poking it like It's just, I don't know, that's how I've been feeling, like literally like I've just unzipped my skin and I'm just here, muscles, blood, bones. And so when you get that vulnerable and when you get that raw, it's just you're super sensitive because you don't have that outer layer to protect you. But I think the cool thing is like that you realize that you don't need that tough, 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 like thick shell. I mean, I think, you know, skin's an important organ, but it doesn't have to be like this hard, impermeable layer, if that makes sense. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about where I've been and what I've been doing and all this stuff because I feel like I'm actually coming out on the other side where I feel a hell of a lot better 
And I it's still, it's not like I just like know all the answers and everything's clear and obvious to me because I'm still like kind of, where am I? But it's just a really powerful place to be in when you don't let all the shit hold you back anymore. And you can kind of see yourself and life for what it really is. And it's just like eliminating all the bullshit. And so it's just been really, really nice. But it's taken a lot of like yuck to go through to get there. And so, yeah, I just wanted to share this deep, deep healing journey with you. But whew, it's definitely tough and it's definitely a big journey. <laughs> like it's not like something that's going to happen overnight. It's not flipping on a light switch and we're magically healed. And I'm going to talk about it, but I just always thought like, oh, cool. Yeah. I've got darkness. Sick. Everybody's got got darkness. Sick. But it's like one thing to be like, oh, okay. Well, have you talked to your darkness? Have you asked it how it feels? Have you really gotten to know your darkness? Have you? Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that's kind of gross and yucky and I don't really want to look at it, but it's like, well, that's not really like healing anything, you know? So this deep healing that I'm talking about and I'm talking about like, and this is through just meditating and journaling and literally asking myself these questions, but going back in time to these moments where I felt really small and really unworthy and very ashamed. And so when you go to these deep, dark places, like they're deep, dark for a reason. Like these are, these are the most intense, most emotional parts of us that like take a lot of emotional energy to hold space for. And so we, we have to like put them away so that they don't like just wear us out all the time. And so because of all of this like emotional energy that it's required, I've had to be alone and reflect and think about all these things. Disappearing, living in my head, like just constantly living in fear. But then also like being really brave and shining the flashlight on these yucky not very beautiful things and feeling a hell of a lot of feelings and just being okay with sitting with all these feelings and it's like fucking it's just a lot but like I said like it's cool because I feel like I'm just coming out on the other side and I feel a lot stronger and like I'm not as vulnerable anymore or I'm just okay with being vulnerable and I'm okay with having these parts of me that are still beautiful in their own way, I guess, if that makes any sense at all. But you like really get to know yourself and realize there's been a lot, a lot in the shadows and 
that's kind of like why they call it shadow work is just there's a lot of parts of our being that hide because they are so hard to look at and they are so hard to deal with and I think this is just like being a human and being like prone to making mistakes and failing and hurting others and hurting ourselves and having all these parts of ourselves that we don't like and that we criticize and that we hate and all of these things and I don't know if you have followed me the whole way but a few years ago I kind of I guess started my journey with dealing with all these shadow parts and I realized that it wasn't getting anywhere by hating myself and like when I would start to do things or want to do like bigger things like learn to DJ or write music or start a podcast like I realized like a lot of these shadow parts were actually holding me back from completing these things that I wanted to do and preventing me from seeing and experience all of this growth that I wanted to achieve so because I felt like that I couldn't live like that anymore I started to embark on my self-care journey and I started to realize like look there are these parts of me that I don't like but they're not going anywhere like I'm gonna have to figure out how to live with these parts and embrace these parts because they I can't erase them I can't take them away and because I've been like trying to pretend like they don't exist or pretend like they don't really matter they have been like getting in front of me and saying oh yeah we're still here do you remember us (laughs) and so I'm like oh yes but I mean you might remember I wrote a blog post I think it was like 2017 or 2018 or a few years back, but it was called Learn to Love Your Darkness. And I think that's when I really kind of realized that all of these parts of us, like the light parts, the good parts, but then also like the not cool parts, like the dark parts, like they have to come together to make us whole. I mean, that's what the whole yin and yang symbol is together, like the light with the dark. And I just have realized like, In order to be whole, you can't have one without the other and you can't have good without bad. And even though this duality doesn't really make sense, like I have to figure out how I'm going to embrace it and figure out how I can integrate it in my life. And so even though I started to kind of look at life that way and I mean, I am really prone to intellectualizing things and analyzing things and being like, oh, okay, I get it now. I can't have light without dark. Cool. Got it. And it's like, you can, you can know that and like accept that and say that, but it's like a whole nother thing to (laughs) embody that. And so like, I realized like 
I still have a lot of shit happening in my life and there's still a lot of stuff that's coming up and things that are like preventing me from creating the reality that I want. And there's still these parts or like these instances that come up where it's like, well, that's not very loving of yourself, of you. Like, that's not really self-care. Like, these decisions, you're still making bad decisions and you're still like not living the way you want. And it's just, it's just been a whole nother thing, like realizing what it means to embody this and truly like accepting and owning it and really just like identifying with this darkness and learning to hold space and learning to sit with it. And like, be completely immersed in the shame and be completely like feeling all the feelings of guilt and anger and sadness and frustration and all of these feelings that we don't nobody likes it like nobody likes to feel sad nobody likes to feel depressed but I can't like I like by me trying to pretend that it doesn't exist or push it away is like making it worse (laughs) and like I thought of this funny thing but like if you had ants in your house (laughs) bear with me (laughs) but like if you had ants in your house and you're like oh they'll just hang out like it's fine like I acknowledge that there's ants in my house but they're fine And so then they like start to become like part of your house and you're like, oh, it's fine. (laughs) But then you like open the fridge to like make dinner and there's like ants in there and you go to put on a shirt for work and there's ants in there. And then you realize, okay, shit, these ants are everywhere. And by me not doing anything about them, they're just becoming more and more ants. And like these ants are waiting for you to be like, okay, let's, let's do something about this. Let's like see what's up and let's see how we can figure this out so that I don't have ants everywhere I look. So like I've been saying, I started taking this class and it gets, it gets really intense. We look at who we are and everything who we are at our core and what's really going on and stuff like that but just over the last few weeks and months and stuff like that I've just been doing that and therapy has just been like you know it's like you start therapy and things are cool but then like the longer you do it like the more intense it gets and like you start to get to the kind of center of what what's bothering you and where your suffering is coming from and where it's all stemming from. And so I've literally just been living like, like I've unzipped my skin and like, I'm just like chilling out super vulnerable and like, it's hard. (laughs) It's so hard. It's so hard to be okay with it. It's so hard to hold space for yourself. It's so hard to look in the mirror. And there has been lots of anger, a lot, a lot of tears, 
a lot of frustration, (laughs) resistance, and really just exhaustion. Like, I'm just so fucking tired. I think my ego's like, but it's really, you know, it's really getting bad when you're like, well, I don't think I want to do the podcast anymore. And then, and I think I talked about that in January. It's like, okay, well, that's not really, that's not really what we want to happen. So then maybe we need to like talk about this and figure out what's happening. Because like, I don't want this to stop me from doing what I want to do and stop me from living these dreams and stop me from being the person that I want to be. And so I'm just kind of like there right now, just like, okay, well, how do I help myself and how do I heal these parts that are hurting so badly so that we can like do this together? And when I say together, I mean like our spirit, our soul, and our ego, because we've talked about ego before, um, very, very, very beginning of the podcast, I think like second episode or something like that. But if anyone needs a refresher, our ego is this part of us that is trying to protect us. I think that it's kind of like the differentiation between being a human and being this omniscient universe and because we have this ego that's trying to protect us it's actually protecting us from things that aren't necessarily like going to kill us or threaten our survival but like it's just a little a little misguided but the egos are just here to protect us like they're here they started out as this idea that like in order for us to not get killed or eaten or whatever, like we need to be able to differentiate what separates me from my prey or my uh, my predator and differentiate me from this environment. And so that's why we have sensory organs. That's why we have eyes. That's why we have. That's why we have sound and feeling and just being able to separate ourselves from our environment but like I said like we don't really have these threats of danger like we did before and now that we are like evolved beings we're now like our egos are like oh my god someone didn't like my post I'm gonna die or just like shit like that and it sounds dramatic and like I think the ego really is but like It just wants us to be safe and it just wants to protect us. And so, I mean, even even thinking about that, it's like social rejection could end up being like a threat to our survival. So, like, it makes sense, but I think you just have to take your ego's warnings with a grain of salt. And so, like, I mean, just talking about all that, I mean, like, because I've been doing all this work and because all of these things have been told to me by my ego to keep me safe now that I'm like trying to uproot this stuff my ego is like getting triggered really hard and like for instance like if I if it's been helpful to me to believe that 
in order for me to stay liked by everyone, then I need to hide who I truly am. And if I'm like looking around here in a flashlight and I like look at this belief and I'm like, I'm settling to be less than I am because I don't want other people to not like me. And then I'm like, well, that's stupid. And then the ego's like, wait, 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 wait. That's supposed to protect us. And so (laughs) I think I've just been doing a lot of that. And so I think it's just like having a physical reaction to but like because we have to remember that these things are protecting us these things these beliefs that we have started as a means of protection and if this is like sounding really like woo woo or confusing just I promise listen to the ego episode like you have to scroll down to the beginning but I promise I talk about it and we get all into it And so, like, just the way I see the ego and how these beliefs got started is, like, okay, so when we're born to our parents or whoever's taking care of us, we are very small babies. Like, we don't know, honestly, really anything. Like, we don't know any better. We just want to make sure that we survive and that we don't die. And so these people who are in charge of taking care of us, they're the ones who are providing our safety and survival. And so we kind of build this relationship of like, okay, well, my mom feeds me and my dad takes care of me and they help me have a place to live and have like everything I need to be safe. Well, because we're humans, like we evolve like emotions and feelings about things and so like that's when things get a little a little weird and so like we realize that sometimes we do things that piss our parents off and sometimes they like get really upset or sometimes they're really proud of us and we start to recognize this kind of relationship between our behavior and our parents reactions And so we also realized that sometimes what we do really pisses our parents off. And so because we're children, we haven't really grown the structures that we need in our brains to understand like, okay, well, they're separate from me. And like, basically, like, we haven't developed these structures to be like not codependent. And so because we, are like sort of threatening the emotional stability that our behavior is related to we think that we might get cut off and we might lose our life force we might not get fed or we might not have a place to stay and like for a lot of us there we were actually legitimately told that We were told that we can go to bed without dinner if we were going to behave that way or that if we came out to our parents that we would get kicked out of the house. And like when you're a little kid, this is like life or death, literally, like your entire world is crumbling. And we like end up internalizing all of these things because we're like, well, fuck, if I mess up, 
or if I make this mistake, or if my parents get angry because of something I did, then I might not I might not get what I need to survive. And this is like scary to us. And so we create these like beliefs and these ideas and these behaviors to say, okay, well, I'm not going to act like that anymore because I don't want to lose like my life support. And I don't ever want to like have this threat to my survival again. And so our egos are helping us create this reality and create this way of thinking and feeling to keep us safe. But then if you fast forward to like being a grown up and we still have all of these beliefs hiding deep down in there, well, they're still there. And like, there's, that's the thing, like they're still there. And I know this sounds crazy and this might sound like brand new to you, but I think it's just like, if you look at things from like an evolutionary perspective and from like kind of like an animal behavior way, like we are just trying to ensure our survival. And humans are a little weird because we've just evolved so much faster than our brains have. And so that's why our ego still thinks that we're not safe. And so, yeah, I just think about things from this lens. And so this is a way I make sense of things. But does it make sense kind of where I'm going with all this? And so because I had all of these beliefs integrated into my life from a very young age, that's why my ego was getting scared when I started to look at them and question them. Because our egos have literally constructed all of these beliefs for our entire lives. And so these are literally like Bible to us. Like this is like how my life works. And so because I'm like questioning these things, it's like my reality is like being like pulled out from under me. And our ego is literally like, why are you creating this instability? Like I've worked so hard to keep you safe we have to remind ourselves and our egos like we are safe we're adults now and we're not being threatened and I got this and like it's not it's not like another lights switch scenario like we can't just like flip it and then we're like okay we're safe now woo It's a lot of push and pull and it's a lot of back and forth and a lot of energy going like from one parts of our brain to another. But like as we begin to make sense of it all and kind of soothe ourselves and get our nervous system like calm down, like we do realize that things are safe. And we do kind of stop this fighting with ourselves. And we can kind of like soothe our ego and just like get it to just chill out and like realize that we're doing this together. Like we can do this together. And that 
by looking out for each other and trusting that we know what we're doing, then we can actually like go on this journey together and and stay calm and do it from a piece of like groundedness. So I'm kind of on the other side of this groundedness. I'm finally like here or at least like trying to get my ego to calm down and like remind it that we're safe and remind it that everything's okay. But I mean, I think that's why like I've just been so energetically drained because it's just at the beginning, it's just so much fighting. And so I like wanted to talk about this and talk about my journey and talk about getting into the shadow because I feel like a lot of people talk about it and we talk about it when we talk about healing and like accepting your darkness and figuring out how to integrate it. But you got to be ready to like go in there with no flashlight. (laughs) Like it's fucking hard. And you have to really be ready to like face a lot of things that you haven't faced in a very long time. A lot of things that have like haunted you your whole entire life. But like by going on this journey, you have to remind yourself that you are strong and you are totally capable of doing it. But there's going to be a lot of resistance because the ego is feeling threatened and like our safety is feeling threatened. But I think it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful journey and I don't even think I really knew how crazy it was going to be, but I'm learning so much about myself and learning about how I've been holding myself back and figuring out like how to work with my ego instead of like letting it control my life and sabotage and make all these decisions that aren't in alignment with what I really want. But yeah, I just wanted to share a little bit of my journey and share a little bit of what I've been feeling. And for those of you who want to kind of pursue this dark and dangerous ride, just give me my blessing, honestly, (laughs) because it's hard. But like, you're doing yourself the biggest favor. And there's so much cool shit on the other side. And it's cool because you realize like, that when you can eliminate these things, you can actually create a lot of opportunity for making your dreams come true. And another thing I thought about was like in the scene in Sleeping Beauty when the prince has to go chop down all the thorny branches and like slay the dragon and like that's literally shadow work. Like going through the thorns that are fucking painful and the dragon that is your enraged ego. (laughs) But don't, but we don't kill the dragon. At least I believe that we can work and like have it, have the synergy with the ego instead of just like completely eradicating it. But if anyone wants to go on this journey, I do totally recommend that you be in a stable mental space. And what I mean by a stable mental space is just having like some sort of grasp of life and being able to manage the chaos and the roller coaster of emotions that life brings and I mean really a lot of this I was able to go through with my therapist so I think 
like having a professional is super helpful. And if there's trauma involved, then it's super, super, super necessary to have someone there with you to help you and hold space for you and stuff like that. But a lot of the stuff that's hiding is just, it's just like heavy and intense. And so sometimes it's, it's really hard to work through alone. And I know I've really been relying on Davis, my boyfriend and my therapist and my family and just really grateful to have all these people who love me no matter what. And yeah, but it's just, it's just been like really a blessing just being able to reprocess these emotions and put them in the correct filing cabinet, you know, and just really heal these emotions so they don't just like randomly flare up or show up in my life when I'm trying to like do cool shit because it's just hard (laughs) it's just hard and you're like I thought I already talked to you I thought we already figured this out but I mean I think that's the thing of life too is just like everything comes back in cycles and it's just a matter of how prepared we are and what kind of tools we have to go on our journey but I do want you to remember that you can literally do anything you put your mind to and you're more than capable and strong enough and you're very brave and anyone going on this journey is super brave and has a lot of courage and don't forget that you are magical and special and you have everything you could ever need right inside of you but I appreciate you listening and I really do think that healing is the most beautiful and powerful thing we can do to ourselves. So I commend you for going on this journey and I support you always. But I think that's about all I have for today. So thanks again for listening and I will catch you next time. This is Madeline with Embrace the Madness. Bye. If you'd like access to more podcasts and a postcard each month, check us out on patreon.com slash embrace the madness.